This is Grace Lynn Keller with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and we are live at the 20th Annual Spine, Ortho, and Pain Management ASC Conference. I'm sitting right now with Dr. John Prunskis, who serves as the Medical Director and Principal of DXTX Pain and Spine. So thank you so much for joining me, and I'll have you introduce yourself as we get started. Thank you. Would you like me to tell a little bit about my practice now? Absolutely. Okay, great. So thank you very much for, for having me here. Great conference so far. Uh, always, always learn uh, a few things coming to this conference. Our practice is located in about eight or nine states right now. We have about 50 locations and we're growing. Uh, we last year saw 275,000 patient visits and our uh, values are number one, excellent uh, patient care, data-driven. And our number two value is respect for physicians, which is um uh, to my knowledge, no other organization has that as their second value beyond behind excellent patient care. And uh, that's uh, allowed us uh, to, to grow at a very rapid rate because right now, uh, not only are there significant complexities in diagnosis and treatment of painful conditions and the uh, processes in the office that are cumbersome, but also over time, respect for physicians is really uh, plummeted. And starting off our conversation, I'd love to have you talk about what you're most excited about right now. Well, besides talking to you, the most exciting thing that we're is DXTX. And I say that with all sincerity because we have found a sweet spot where uh, those physicians who are in private practice uh, who recognize that there's a better way to still retain a degree of control over their practice without selling it to their practice to a hospital or joining a hospital system can, can thrive better than they are now by joining uh, our group. Uh, and again, it's based not only on excellent patient care, respect for physicians, but then in assistance in those areas where the physician has identified where they need help or if there's areas where when we affiliate with the physicians where we suggest that they might not need help. And if, if a physician says, well, you know, I understand I need, you know, help with my electronic health system. I don't want to change it. And I want to keep this EHR, even though I know it's not as good as it could be, we're okay with it. So, so we don't um, push things on physicians or group practices. Uh, we will point out advantages of what, uh, could be done, and perhaps disadvantages of what they're doing, and always, though, fixated on optimization of the care for the patient, but then allowing the physician to do what they enjoy to do, which is see patients and minimize hassles uh, and maximize enjoyment in the practice of, of interventional pain management. And what issues are you currently spending the most time on today? Most of the issues I think most physicians are spending with is on the burdens of pre-certification, the burdens of the electronic health record, and let's not forget staffing. Staffing is a nationwide problem for uh, interventional pain physicians. Other burdens, of course, are insurance contracting, collection of uh, payments uh, once procedures are rendered, uh, daily workflows. And so putting all those together, the complexity of, e of each complexities of each one of those issues has just uh, gone up substantially over the last couple, three years. 
And as we wrap our conversation, I'd love for you to tell me what you think the most effective spine ortho or ASD leaders need to be successful in the next two to three years. I think uh, the most important thing is um, making sure that whether your practice is employed by a hospital or if uh, you're in a situation where orthopedic uh, physicians are employing a pain doctor or if you're an independent pain physician, each one of those three presents its specific challenges. Uh, employed physicians in hospitals have the burden where it's sometimes difficult to speak up in a hospital setting because uh, administrators control their contracts and they can, quite frankly, be fired if, if they say something that that is maybe truthful, but uh, uh, the hospital administration doesn't like. In those uh, with for interventional pain physicians who are with orthopedic surgeons, what they have to be mindful of is making sure that they are uh, delivering the care that is absolutely in the patient's best interest and not necessarily referring them too early to surgery. And the interest, and then in the third category of the interventional pain physicians, just making sure and knowing of all the potential uh, pitfalls to being private practice. And then there are solutions available to them, but the growing complexity makes it really impossible for smaller um, interventional pain practices to continue to thrive to their best abilities because of all the burdens placed upon us uh, by these outside forces. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Again, we're live at the 20th Annual Spine Ortho and Pain Management ASC Conference. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a privilege.